0: Hi everyone, welcome to Grow Point the About Church Online. My name is Mark and welcome once again as we continue our series of study entitled Jesus Never Said That. As we learned previously in the last message that the goal of this series is twofold. First, it's to expose the commonly believed myths about our relationship with God. And secondly, It's to replace those bad theology with what Jesus really said about us. So today, I'm going to deal with this second myth that we're going to explore together. This lie is, many Christians believe it, especially when they're having troubles, difficulties and sufferings in their life. And when we encounter trouble in our lives, we often instinctively ask this question what do we ask when we trouble well we ask why is this happening to me right and of course we long for answers you know we long for meaning to make sense of this of our difficult situations for example and I think that's okay because um, it's I think it's a human thing to do to us to make sense of why is this happening in our life but the problem is that we have an enemy according to the bible that we have an enemy not who will take advantage of that situation of our difficulties pain and sufferings that we are going through and offer reasons for our difficult situations and the bible tells us that he is the accuser of christians for example in revelation chapter 2 12 10 if you look at that verse In Revelation chapter 12, 10, um, it identifies him as the one who accuses the followers of Christ. And since the devil doesn't tell the truth, he can only accuse with lies. In John chapter 8, verse 44, example, this is what Jesus said about the devil. You are talking to to the Pharisees and talking about the devil. He said to the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil and your will is to do your father's desires he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies that's the character of the devil and the scripture is so clear about that that when satan speaks when the devil speaks he speaks lies because that's his character. He's a liar. Now, we see his track record of accusation throughout the Bible. For example, in the early chapters of Job in the Old Testament, Satan is accusing Job before God and even question Job's motives in living a righteous life. Kitanaton na, okay? In Job. And in Genesis chapter 3, we see also the devil via the serpent is accusing God by saying that he was being unfair to Adam and Eve. And in Matthew chapter 4, Satan again accused God of being unfair when he, has, when he told Jesus he should take matters into his own hands and feed himself in the temptation. Right? Satan, si Jesus, take the matters in his own hands. If you are the son of God, why don't you turn this stone into bread? In other words, God will not take care of you. You take care of yourself. And so, makita throughout the Bible. And if you're reading your Bible, the devil is there. We have an enemy if you're a Christian. And this enemy is on track, on target to destroy us. And he destroys us by telling us lies about God and lies about ourselves. Of course, his favorite target is us. He accuses us. Telling us how bad we are How losers we are How unworthy we are And ang problema pagod Ang, chale- ang pinaka-challenge is because There's always a hint of truth Sa iyong ginama- mga accusations Sa iyang mga gipang And so that's the challenging part And we often tempted to believe in his lies And it affects our relationship with God And it paralyzes us as we live the Christian life so our job then as a Christian is to make sure that we are equipped with the truth when these things happen in our life. For example, when we experience difficulties, pain, and suffering sa and when we ask why, we make sure that we have the truth to encounter the devil's lies. Because the devil cannot take our salvation. If you're a Christian, you know, he can't get salvation. Uh, Once you are saved in Christ, you are secured in Christ, okay? The devil cannot steal your eternal life, your salvation, but he can take away the joy of your salvation so that you can live a life that is a miserable Christian, okay? He can make you a very miserable Christian. And a miserable Christian that carries guilt and shame is not very attractive to the watching world around us. So, how does the devil take advantage of our difficulties and sufferings? Well, he as uh, he would put an accusation in our mind that says, This would not have this would not happen if you are a better Christian. You know, if you are prayerful enough, you know, if you have enough faith, you know if you're faithful in your giving and blah 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 if you do this performance toward god this would not happen to you the reason these things happen to you is because you're not better enough as a christian you don't have faith enough and the blame is on you a problem is when you cannot take that and when you don't have truth to counteract that it feels right and as a result, you will be debilitated, you will be paralyzed in your walk with God. Because you not guilt, say The reason you are where you are right now is because you screwed up, you miss up, you know, you you fail to honor God in your life. And sadly, sadly, many professing Christians and pastors even propagate and support this lie they they teach their congregation that if you have big faith you will get whatever you want as long as you declare it okay you know the reason you don't get it according to them is because you lack faith you know as long as you have faith you will be healed as long as you have faith you will prosper as long as you have faith you will be protected from any danger troubles you know diseases and so on and so forth. Now, that seems biblical because there are verses to support that, but the problem is they twist the meaning and the intention and the application of these verses. Now, so it's 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 deception or the lies of the devil is not 100% lie. There's always an element of truth enough for you to believe it. Okay? That's why it's very, very subtle. And that's why many Christian fell into the trap of the deceptions of the devil let me first say this okay that there is a truth that God responds and honors our faith our faith is very important we must walk by faith and not by sight but it doesn't mean that we always get what we want or what we wish okay it doesn't mean if you have faith, you just want, wish Marizib Nimo, okay? You know, as the common messages around us that just have big faith and everything will be okay. You know, I heard of a story of a pastor who visits his member in the hospital and says, Brother, just have faith and you will ha- and you will be healed. And when the next week comes and wala siya na heal, in fact nag worsen yung condition. And the pastor didn't conclude that maybe, brother, wala ka experience a healing sa like, ginoo you know, is because you don't have enough faith. Now, imagine, unsang response sa ana, nga struggle suffering he would blame himself. Nga, you know, I wish I have faith enough to be healed. You know, and he would put the blame, and he would be guilty because walaunta siya yung aning situation kung naun siya yung aning a faith, kung naon siya yung ng obedience, kung naunta siya yung, yung tanga devotion niya sa so, you no know, You know? And imagine the, the guilt and the burden na gikary sa kristohan. And the mga kristohanan na gina carrying a burden and guilt silang kinabuhi And dili liganit kay sila joyful in their walk with God. And dili sila yung anak ka f- na ka mar- <laughs> makita ka na freedom is because they always carry this guilt in their heart. It's so sad that the messages that keeps on repeating in their mind is that if, if only you have enough faith, your children will not run from God. Imagine a parent would think like that. And maybe, maybe na ako'y nabuhat na mali sa ako ang parent you know? The reason ako mga anak is dili na matinud is, you know, is because maybe I'm unfaithful. Well, maybe, but maybe not. Again, there's another voice sometimes sa, mga, sa ato ang head. That if, if you have enough faith, you will get the job. You know? If you have enough faith, if you have enough faith, you will not suffer like that. Dili ta ka single handod garon, maybe single ka ka garon is because wala kayo faith <laughs> I don't know the accusation and guilt in your mind but tagkan kaig mga accusation ang yawa sa tuwa and it debilitates it paralyzes a lot a lot of believers instead of living in the joy and the freedom of the gospel they are living in a gloomy miserable heavy burden kung baga and it's unnecessary guilt, unnecessary shame, unnecessary burden. They're blaming themselves or of their difficult circumstances, you know. And they're blaming that they don't have enough faith. That's why they are what they are right now. It's as if God has a faith omitter in heaven. And He's waiting for you to have faith and to reach that limit of faith. And then go, wow, if you reach this limit of faith, then I will respond to your wishes and prayers. But if you don't reach a faith, then I would not respond. That's not what God is and that's not what the Bible says. Uh, I was story about a conversation that we have uh, with men na nga sa ka-person ni comment Na the reason The reason maybe na disgrace ka bro Or the reason nga na disgrace ka ka Kristuano naman ka Pero the reason na Na-discrush ka Is because Maybe wala ka Tithes Wala ka ka-tithes And offering faithfully Okay And ato mo nga, to, o nga ito Kung dila lang ka-faithful Sa imong tithes And offering Na Madimalas siya kasi Mung kinabuhi Or naagaw yung Bad things Mahitabos sa imu Okay and there is a lot of fo- false belief about this that is uh, circulated around us, and this lie is propagated in so many, many even evangelical churches today. It's very sad, okay. And maybe as pagshare <laughs> nako ani, dagan kayo react or dagan kayo mangisog or dagan kayo mo disagree. It's okay, but this is not my opinion. This is really what the Bible says. The Bible. Wants you to walk in freedom of the gospel, not in the bandage of religion, Ma- religious manipulation by some people is trying to manipulate you to do something. And so this is the lie. This is the lie. The lie is this would not happen, fill in the blanks. What what happened to you in my difficult circumstances circumstances you're gonna face if you have enough faith. If you're obedient enough, if you're a better Christian, if you are prayerful enough, faithful enough in your giving, and so on and so forth. Okay. So, if you're faithful enough, you end up condemning yourself. You end up trapped in your guilt, and you can never get out. That's why many, many, many Christians are stuck in Romans chapter 7, verse 24 wala sila kabalo na i verse 25 okay na stock resela sa romans chapter 7 verse 24 and sige ngon day sa bible sa Romans chapter 7 verse 24 ingon day as si paul a wretched man that i am who will deliver me from this body of death and di ara sala ko wretched man that i am and tekan kan mo first one kumusta ka Oh, wretched man that I am! How wretched man that I am? Who will deliver me from the body of death? how ka? Struggle ka? guilty rgipan ko. Shameful din ako ganan mo sa fellowship, sa zoom din ako ganan mo because I'm so ashamed. I'm living in guilt. I'm overwhelmed with guilt and frustrations and so on and so forth. They're living in Romans chapter seven verse twenty four. When in fact, there's verse twenty five after that. When uh, when Paul asked, "Who will?" deliver me from that and he say Paul well, thanks be to god it's through jesus christ our lord but a lot of christians are stuck in verse 24 practically speaking because they accept the lies of the evil one okay that the reason they're having difficulties is they, they don't perform enough they're not better enough as a christian and that's the lie and that's the lie that maybe you believe in Okay? So type in the comment section below if relate ka, nang alai If nag-struggle ka once in a while, ang alai please type. Please say amen. Please makaingoko, makarelate ko, anak. Or sa mga wala ka-relate, you know, thumbs up, raw wala ko ka-relate, ana. Okay? Move on ta. <laughs> Alright, so, but here's the truth, guys. Here's the truth. The truth is that even though you are a committed Christian, you are a devoted Christian, and you love God with all the sincerity sa mong kasing kasing you will still have trouble and bad days in your life. That's the truth, okay? Now, of course, some bad things that happens in our life is a result of our sin. Obviously, mga na have mga wrong choices and when we look back, we suffer the consequences of those wrong choices. Paul says in Galatians chapter 6 that we will reap what we saw, okay? In other words, it's a spiritual common sense that our actions good or bad there's always a consequences that we will harvest rather the fruit of our actions you know every decision and choices that we make every day matters so it's very very important to keep in mind that and of course for example if you don't apply the wisdom of scriptures to your finances maybe eventually you will suffer uh, financially if, for example, you drink and drive irresponsibly, okay? You drive, and then you will suffer. You will suffer accident, or you will create difficulties in the people that you love eventually. Adultery, for example, has the consequences in yourself and your family, and you will hurt the people that you love by being unfaithful to your marriage. So our action has consequences, and it's common sense, okay? Now, but it doesn't mean that if you live in the opposite spectrum, like if you try to live a godly life, if you try to live a devoted life to the Christian virtues, for example, that God will create a kind of a spiritual protection. You know, wala na trouble, wala na pain, there's tragedy that will come into your life. That's a lie. okay? So, So, do not interpret that troubles, Difficulties is a sign That you are not obedient enough That you don't have enough faith And that you don't love God enough It's not your fault sometimes Ang mga sa imo ang na mga but. Okay? So don't blame yourself And don't paralyze your, or yourself With unnecessary shame And unnecessary guilt Blaming yourself that you are what you are Is because something happens in the past and you're still suffering the shame and the guilt right now maybe it's kind of true but it should not paralyze you in your walk with god because here's what jesus said okay here's what jesus said the opposite here's the truth jesus even jesus teach us that it's not because of your lack of faith or or lack of love that you are suffering the reason you are suffering is maybe because you have faith you have enough faith and that you have enough devotion to the lord the reason maybe you are the reason according to the scriptures one of the reasons that we suffer as a christian is because we have enough faith and that we love the lord jesus christ and we follow him in John chapter 16 verse 33 for example, ngandre, see, Lord says am disciples, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So claro kaya ang promise ni Jesus that in the world, in the world that you are living uh, right now, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you will have tribulation. Wala kung, ka, kung devoted ka ni Lord and kung ga faithfully follow tribulation may no you will have that's for sure you will have tribulation because you follow me and in Matthew chapter five verse ten to twelve si Lord dia in the Beatitudes blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness not for sin but for living a life that is righteous obeying faithful to god for theirs is the kingdom of heaven that's the premise blessed are you and others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account it's not true okay but the malign you the because you have faith in christ rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So, you are suffering right now not because you lack faith, but because you have faith. Not because you don't love God, but because you love God. That's the point. In Matthew chapter ten, verse twenty-two, another verse, you see Jesus, "You, the disciples, you will be hated all for my name's sake." So, nanong nganong eh I- hate sa mga sa is because we are Christians, because we are a follower of jesus christ john chapter 15 verse 18 to 20 jesus says if the world hates you know that it is it has hated me before it hated you if you were of the world the world would love you as its own but because you are not of the world but i choose you out of the world therefore the world hates you remember the word that i said to you a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will also persecute you if they keep my word they will also keep yours and the reason that people the reason in things Jesus, the reason that people will hate you the world will hate you is because you follow me you are with me you love me and you have faith in me okay so um, in other words, Jesus is saying to us in all of these verses is this Look, it doesn't mean that you have faith in me That you love me enough it will be like bed of roses, okay? <laughs> Troubles and difficulties are there Not because of your lack of faith or your lack of devotion Troubles and difficulties are there It's because you have faith in me, okay? Troubles are aren't necessarily a sign of disobedience or weak faith, but sometimes troubles will come because of your faith. And so, do not let the devil cripple you with unnecessary shame and guilt. Especially when you are suffering, maybe you find reasons for your suffering. Maybe I'm suffering is because of this, because of that, is because of this, and you are crippled and paralyzed by guilt and shame. In that moment Now here are some biblical examples about this Okay About this truth That we suffer not because of our lack of faith But because we have faith Alright Doesn't mean faithful Okay That's a lie So here are some biblical examples of this truth For example the disciple Okay Remember the time when the disciple Was in the middle of the storm But before that if you read the gospel, you will see that disciples live everything. Some of them are fishermen; fishermen this, that is their business. They live their nets away. You know, they live their fishing business away in order to follow Jesus. So, makita nato ilang devotion. Makita nato ilang love for the Lord Jesus. Ilang commitment, and they take the risk to follow this man from Nazareth. Okay, and they follow Jesus. They live their businesses, their political agenda and maybe even their personal dreams just to follow this man from Nazareth. And yet, even though yung ana ilang pag-follow, pag-decide, pag, follow, pag, decide, pag kinabuhi, yet trouble finds them. For example, when they are in the boat, in the middle of Galilee and Jesus was slipping in their boat the storm blew into them and they were very terrified okay now these men were no strangers of storm because there were some of them are fishermen and of course these fishermen dealing nakadali ma kuan ma terrified about the storm i mean if you are a fisherman familiar nakasa mga perfect storm okay sa sea of Galilee but this is a unique storm this is a storm that is unique and because it scared them away they are terrified okay they were um they were terrified and Jesus was in the midst of them now what's the point the point is that the storm has nothing to do with their failing faith or disobedience ang storms because disobedience ang storms because Kulang sila Even though storm is an illustration to strengthen their faith. But niabot ang storm not as a punishment. Okay? Um, the storm doesn't come because of their lack of faith or their disobedience to Jesus. They are right where we, they are because that's where God wants them to be. They are with Jesus. And they are in the middle of the perfect will of God, and still storm and the troubles finds them. Okay, it's not because of their lack of faith. It's not because of their lack of love. They're in the middle of God's will, and yet storm finds them. You know, so it's not because you lack of faith. It's not because you lack faith. It's not because you don't love God. That's why I trouble of way. Sometimes it's because you have faith and because you love God that troubles finds you in your life. Another example is the Apostle Paul. Okay? Now, without a doubt, apart from Jesus Christ, Paul is one of the greatest Christians who ever lived. I mean, after becoming a Christian, Paul poured out his life and shared the gospel and plant churches. Every place He poured out his life and planted churches. Talk about faith and devotion. I think Paul is the inspiring example for all of us as Christians. I believe Paul was kind of top of the line, one of the greatest Christians who ever lived. Apart from Jesus, of course. And yet, if you read his life, if you read his letters, still trouble finds him. Okay, For example, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. To twenty-eight, okay. si Paul writing to the believers in Corinth. are these servants of Christ? I am a better one. I am talking like a madman, with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes. Less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day I was adrift at sea, on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from from my own people, dangers from Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers at sea, dangers from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food. In cold and exposure and apart from other things, there is a daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Now, that is some origami of being a Christian, okay? Now, if bad things happen because we lack faith, because we lack devotion, then I believe Paul is the worst Christian who ever lived, okay? But Paul is a man of faith paul is a man of devotion and yet he suffered in his service and walk with the lord and i believe the third example for this in scriptures and the perfect example for this is the lord jesus christ the lord jesus christ is the holy son of god you know talking about faith he has perfect faith and obedience to the will of the father you know and yet No human being, perfect human being, suffered more than him. And according to Isaiah, in Isaiah 53, verse 3 to 4, he was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteem him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we stem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Did Jesus suffer because of lack of faith and lack of obedience? No. That's, what, that's not what the Bible tells us. He suffered because of his obedience and perfect obedience to the Father that he went to the valley of the shadow of death for us. So the point in all of this from the start of the message and sa is sa, and at this moment is this our trouble doesn't necessarily mean we are not spiritual enough. Dilibat Pasabot That if you're having troubles in your life that you don't have enough faith and you don't have enough love of God. Sometimes because you love God and that you have faith you will find troubles in life. And that's what the Bible tells us. So don't blame yourself. You faith. You know, it's from the devil. Some from the devil paralyzing you. Now, this doesn't mean that our sin and unbelief doesn't have negative consequences in our life. There is consequences for our sin. Sin, according to Romans, has wages. Now, the outcome? It's the Okay? But we must keep in mind that even when we sin, God would not push us away from Him by shaming us, guilting us, but to pull us to Himself through the conviction of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that when we sin, the Spirit of God convict us, bringing us back to God. So if you're feeling guilty right now and if you're overwhelmed with shame with the things that you've done and that shame, that guilt pushes you away from God that is not from God because the Holy Spirit's conviction is always to pull you away from sin back to Himself and so at that moment you have a choice to follow the Spirit's conviction or the devil's accusation through guilt and unnecessary shame in your life okay so three things that i want us to think about as i close this message um the devil condemns you but the spirits convicts you okay and the purpose of the devil's condemnation is to push us away farther from god but the spirit helps us to run towards god to run towards the father okay so three things i want us to live in. Uh, I want us to think about as I close in this message. Number one, learn to identify the voice of guilt versus the conviction of the Spirit. Okay? Because when we suffer and when we encounter troubles and difficulties of mga voices and we sometimes look for reasons to explain our situation and the devil will take advantage to put things in our mind and to, to lead us to give us guilt and shame so that instead of running to God in our difficulties, we run away from God because we're filled with guilt and shame. So make sure that we learn to identify the voice and the conviction of the Spirit versus the guilt that comes from the accusation of the devil. Okay? Now, I want you to remember this. If kung usa usakabutang, one truth that you can get from this message is this, that living in guilt isn't from god living in guilt is not god's will god and that is a very important truth that you put into your mind right now living in shame living in guilt is not the way of god god wants to rescue us from shame and from guilt back to himself so here's differences between the devil's accusative guilt accusing guilt and the spirit's conviction okay The guilt guilt that comes from the accusation of the devil condemns, but the conviction that comes from the Spirit calls us to something better. The guilt from the accusation of the devil tears down, but the conviction of the Holy Spirit builds us up. Okay? The guilt kills hopes, but the conviction from God inspires hope. The guilt that comes from the devil separates us from God, but the conviction comes from the Spirit wooes us to God. The guilt is motivated by hate. The conviction is motivated by love. The guilt leaves, your feel, leaves you feeling worthless. Conviction leaves you knowing you can do better. Guilt seeks to destroy. Conviction seeks to restore. Guilt produces shame and despair. Conviction yields holiness and joy. So if you're... Difficult situation that you are in is an obvious result of your sin and poor choices Then the Spirit of God is convicting you of sin and specific and pang sa Holy Spirit. Sige kasing-kasing as a Christian. Dili general nga condemnation nga. Wala kay pulos. Shame on you. You're not a better Christian. Bla, bla, bla. May padili na ka mag-Kristwanan kay ka. Okay? That's the devil's guilt and you should be careful about that. Okay? Um the spirit's conviction is wooing us back to God. So if you find yourself making poor choices, if you find yourself, you know, sinning, you you confess that sin to God. You repent away, you repent from that sin and come back to God and um, accept His forgiving grace continually in your life. You run to God. We will fail. We will sin. But God will not shut down His door to us. He's always the father who would open his arms always and says, come home, come back. I know you can do better. This is not my will. This is not what I want in your life. This is not what's best for you. Living in sin, living in adultery, living in lying, whatever your sin, whatever your struggle, living in that addiction is not what I want for you. That is not the best for you. So come home, repent, you know, you know. And come back to me, you know. And so this is the invitation of God for us. So number one, learn to identify the voice of the devil, the condemnation of the devil with the spirit's conviction in your life. Number two, let go of the guilt and shame narrative, okay, in your mind and pray over the truth about his love and grace in your life. Let go of that. Identify. Asa ka nag-struggle? Sa'yo mong, say mong pag-live sa'yo Christian life, burden ba kayo kao? guilt and shame? Ngayon ang na, gagary ka guilt and shame? Identify. The, is it from the devil? Is it the spirit conviction? If the spirit conviction, then repent and move on. Okay? Sa'yo mong kinabwi. But if continual ka nag-struggle over and over and over and over again, then it's not from God, it's from the devil So let go of the guilt, shame narrative in your mind And pray, pray, pray over the truth Until it warms your heart Pray over the love and grace truth Say mo Okay? God doesn't love us Remind yourself that God doesn't love us Because of our big, robust kind of faith Okay? Or maybe of our great devotion and service to Him. God doesn't love us because we have so much faith or so much service and so much devotion. No, God chooses to love us and redeem us even before we have faith, even before we have service, even before we have devotion. He chooses to love us, right? Before gigugma again, gigukma natasagino, before it trust ginoo, gigugma ta gibaka trust di ba Romans chapter 5. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And we respond by repenting our sin, trusting in Jesus, living a life of obedience in the power of the Spirit. Okay? So I want you to pray over this truth till it warms your heart. Pray and meditate on this verse. Romans 8:1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus think, and don't just read it think, pray, meditate it in your life, there is therefore, now Corona present there is, there was but there is, currently, right now there is, now, no condemnation, what does it mean to be condemned Say say feelings of a person who is condemned okay But in Christ Jesus, the Bible says, you're no longer condemned. So how does it feel not to be condemned by your sins and by your failure? There is no condemnation. To whom? For those who are in Christ Jesus. Only for those who are in Christ Jesus. The question is, are you in Christ? If you are a Christian, you are in Jesus. In union with Jesus. You're no longer condemned because Jesus paid all your condemnation. Pray Think, ponder, and meditate, till it warms your heart, till it drives your life, till it gives you fresh joy, and fresh passion to serve the Lord. Okay, another last verse. Nagkong ipa meditate sa inyo karun ng week assignment niya. Okay, so assignment the guys. So meditate, think pray karun week before you work before you do anything else karun nga week basahan balik repeat this verse over and over again and pray over this Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 Old Testament ni okay Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 ang common nga thinking is that kung Old Testament is ang ginoo murag angry gane, murag ing ane ang picture si but God is a God of love still okay I love Isaiah. This is my meditation throughout this week. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 17. The Lord your God is in your midst, okay? A mighty one who will save. He is in you. He is in our midst. He is near with us than we can imagine. He will rejoice over you with gladness. Who is God? rejoicing over you with gladness that's who god is he's smiling rejoicing over you with gladness he will quiet you by his love okay he will quiet you by his love and he will exalt over you with loud singing this is god singing over us exalting so glad over us and this is who we are under the new covenant because we are in the messiah we are in jesus God is singing over us out of joy, the greatest redemption we have experienced in Jesus. So think and pray and ponder and ask yourself, what does it mean to live a life believing the truth? What does it mean? How does it affect the way I live? How does it affect the way I walk in my relationship with god if i really believe in that truth in that reality how does it affect me because god wants you to live in freedom not to live in guilt god wants you to live in the joy of the gospel not in the shame of your sin so he invites you to come back to him okay he invites you to come back to him and lastly number three share this message of grace to somebody this week, okay? Uh, tag someone, send and maybe send this message link in YouTube, nine is sa YouTube message to someone and send this and take time to hear what God will say in your life and how God can use you to bless others as well because there's a lot of people that needs to hear this message, that needs to hear this freeing Gospel message, someone. Maybe you know someone, or maybe you know someone that like, profess to believe in Christ, but they're living with guilt and shame because they have done poor choices and decision in life. So maybe you could invite them, maybe you could ask them, hey, take time to share and listen to this message. You know, ask them. Maybe God can use you this week. Okay? yung message sa tuwa. Okay, maybe you're you are you're not struggling this, but this is for the people that we know and God can use us to be a blessing and a channel to them as well. So if you are joining us for the very first time, and maybe you're not sure about salvation, you're not sure if you've received the free gift of salvation in God. Salvation is not a work that you need to achieve it's not something you need to earn by your performance or obedience or religiosity or going to church or reading the Bible or prayer the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 for by grace you are saved through faith so salvation is not by works but it is through faith by putting your faith by grace through faith in Jesus okay and so the what you need to do if you are not sure of your salvation and if you are not sure if you have been born again as a Christian, if you have put your faith totally in Jesus and experience his redemptive power in your life, what you need to do is to pray. To pray with me right now. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, maybe you are carrying guilt and shame. And maybe you're still struggling. But God loves you. Even while wow. We are sinners before ka, ka salak, God chooses to love you and He will chooses to love you and He offer His salvation and forgiveness in you right now as a free gift all you need to do is receive and accept it how can you do that? by faith And act of faith is trusting on what He has done on the cross for us rather than trusting on ourself. You can do that by praying right now. Okay, so I invite you to pray right now wherever you are. In tune your heart, you know, in tune your heart. Just acknowledge yours before God that you are a sinner and you need a Savior. And in you by faith, take His gift of salvation which is accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ right now. So would you pray with me, okay? Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. But thank you that you love me and that you die for me on the cross. Thank you for the gift of salvation. I now repent from my sin and my, from my self-righteousness. I now trust totally in you alone as my Lord and as my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now that is not a magic formula caning a prayer. A prayer is a confession of faith. If you know God and is all like alone Jesus as your savior wala na makaluwas nimo dili imo ang maayong binuhatan dili mong good works you know dili mo ang pagka or anything that you do but what Jesus has done for you if you totally believe in that the bible says you are a new creation the bible says you are you are born into god's family you know, and if you are born to God's family, you need God's family to help you grow as well. That's why, if you make the decision, we invite you to join us as a church. Kung ka na, nakareceive ka na, ka na na decision, let us know uh, in the chat below or sign up. In, in our connection card digital connection card so naming digital connection card. sign up your name and sa pag-sign up ni mo dito pwede follow up ni mo maka-call ni mo, or whatever you need that we can help you in your walk with God and karun, uh next month di ay mag-start me sa amuang start online class we invited to join our start online class as well so sign up and register for our start online class especially if you are a new believer in Christ if I'm still exploring what does it mean to live as a Christian I want to be uh, I want to be grounded in my walk with the Lord and so join our in our start class uh, that is free well need buy so feel free to sign up and join in our online our teacher will be glad and that they will be helping you along in your journey as well so uh, sa nga uh, mga regular church attendees this is a message that we need to take heart as well because it is not the will of God that we continue to live in sin it's not the will of God that we continue to live in shame and guilt grace has the power to enable us to walk in the way God wants us to walk And so remind ourselves. Remind ourselves that wherever we are, if we're having difficulties, if we are suffering right now, let's remind ourselves. So three things in this message. First, learn to recognize, identify the voice of guilt and the conviction of the Spirit. Okay? And secondly, let go of the guilt and shame narrative in your mind and pray over the truth of love and grace in your heart until it warms your heart. And lastly, share this message of grace to somebody this week. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us online. And I hope wherever you are that you are blessed by the message. And my only encouragement to you is that no matter what you're, where you are going through, if you need prayer, by the way, contact us. We can pray for you as well. Wherever you are, whatever you going through, Jesus loves you. You are love.